Welcome to Parent Talk Podcast, the podcast for busy parents, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks to make parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Becca U. Lewis. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle, mom of two. And I'm with my new co-host, Becca Yu. So hi, Becca. Um, Becca has been on her podcast before as a guest, and now she's joining me as my co-host. Becca is a speech and language pathologist and a mom of two. So welcome. I'm super happy to share the mic with you today and for this season. Heather will be with us on the background. She will be behind the mic with us this year. So don't worry. She's still in the team. And uh, now we have added Becca and we're really, really happy about it. So welcome, Becca. Thanks. Hi, Genevieve. I'm so excited to be on the podcast again, and this time as your co-host. Um, when you and Heather asked me, I thought it'd be so much fun and such a great opportunity to learn more as a mom. As Genevieve said, I'm a speech-language pathologist and the owner of Citadel Speech and Language Services. I'm also the president of Speech and Hearing BC, the Provincial Association for Speech-Language Pathologists and Audiologists. I'm a mom of two boys and a dog mom of one, and I'm really excited to learn from our guests this year. Well, Becca, you will, because every year I learn so much about all our, all our guests, their, their expertise, their niche, and uh, I take it into my parenting habits. And I got to say, even my husband's listening to the podcast and <laughs> it has helped us actually as a couple also. So awesome. I think you'll, you'll like it. <laughs> so today, actually, I'm going to be interviewing Becca. We thought we'd start the season with Becca. You're going to get to know her a little bit more. We already had Becca on the podcast. What was your episode number? Um, it was 149. Okay. And the title was? Uh, Picky Eating versus Problem Feeding. Excellent. So if you want to hear a little bit more after today, this is where you can find a little bit more about Becca talking about speech and language pathologies. But today we are talking about how play impacts language development. So how does play help language development? Well, play is how children learn everything. So from a super early age, kids explore the world through playing and exploring all the things that are around them. Um, so it is a huge part of language development, even from you know very early infancy before they can barely control their bodies. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So I guess they even learn from like when they're breastfeeding, when they were so close to us, like, like mm -hmm. all these little things. Like they're playing right with your hair. Yeah, You've okay. got a necklace on, you know, they're starting to explore it. So they use play to explore the world and find out about everything around them. Okay, okay, okay. So what are uh, good toys for development, um, for to develop actually good uh, language skills? Well, Everything can be a good toy, but really good toys. The ones that I use um, when I'm doing speech therapy are usually things that have multiple use. So things that you can get really creative with. Um, so think old fashioned toys blocks, Legos, um, arts and crafts, uh, those types of things are really great toys for language development because you can use them to do exactly what you think they're for, but you can also get really creative with them and do things that, you know, you wouldn't expect like using a banana as a phone or, you know, a block as a hat or something like that. And that really helps with language development when they can expand on their creativity. 
Okay, okay. And uh, what about electronic toys? Well, you know, you always see toys marketed for, you know, learning certain skills, language skills, academic skills. Well, actually shows that electronic toys do the opposite because oh, okay. because they're limited in what they can do. They already talk, they already make sounds. It actually limits the creativity for the kids and for us when we're mm -hmm. playing with them. So, you know, put away the electronics, bring out the old fashioned toys, uh, or even just your pots and pans. Oh yeah. Pots and pans. I like to take my kids outside get yep. dirty you know like yep. go to the beach and play with the rocks play with the trees play with the branches and yeah kind of develop their imagination like we used to do i mean for exactly. me it was like out and one of my favorite things to do was um to catch frogs actually <laughs> <laughs> but eh, you know okay um what other skills does uh play help develop yeah. So, you know, in the beginning, it's about language skills, mm -hmm. because okay. that's the first thing that starts to develop. They're exploring the world, finding out about things. Um, but think about even our early toys, like a shape sorter. You have to like turn the little pieces and see how they fit. Uh, you, If you've ever put together Ikea furniture, very similar skill. <laughs> okay. So problem solving, um, your spatial awareness and that visual spatial skills. There's lots of different skills skills that we actually learn uh, from our toys in a very early age. Okay. Okay. I'm sure there's a lot of toys we can talk about mm -hmm. if you want to give some of your favorites, but can you pick maybe five top toys for us? Today? Um, hmm, okay. Five top toys. Well, I really like things that um, help with problem solving. So when they're really little, like I mentioned, like a shape sorter, as they get older puzzles, things like that, where you're, you know, problem solving and figuring out how things go together. Um, so not as creative, but lots of great uh, skills between language and um, cognitive skills right there. Um, there's also construction toys. So these are the things that you can build with like Legos and blocks and Play-Doh. These are the things that you can get super creative with. Um, I mentioned before pots and pans. So take your household items, make them toys. Um, I actually have a bin at home that is just our recyclables. So we take all our egg cartons and leftover cereal boxes and things like that. And we use them as toys and we get creative and make things and add them to our play. And then board games are great um, for that kind of uh, strategy and developing a lot of negotiation skills um, and skills like that. Um, and yeah, there's just so many different types of toys that, um, we can play with. Okay. So when you see a child mm -hmm. at your office mm -hmm. or right now with COVID, what happens? Do you go there? Well, actually what happens? You, yeah. No. So I actually don't have an office. I come <laughs> to a, okay. a family's home. If I do see them in person, um, right now with, you know, the mask and the face shield and everything like that to keep everyone safe. Um, but if not, then I see them virtually on zoom. And then what type of activity do you do with them, like to um, get them to learn a little bit? I know every child must be different, mm -hmm. but if you just give us an example. 
Yeah. So when they're really little um, and they're exploring their toys, then I would talk about, you know, what they're doing with the toy, what things that I'm doing with the toy as they're problem solving and trying to figure out how things fit together. We might say, oh, do we need to turn it or maybe we need to spin it around? You know, how can we how can we make this fit or maybe mom can help? or daddy can help um, and use that language to help them problem solve while they're playing and discovering how uh, that toy works. Okay. So do you uh, like repeat often the certain words? I'm thinking as a parent, when mm -hmm. we want to try to show new words, new sentence, new uh, verbs, even to our mm -hmm. children uh, and using toys. So do we say like, oh, I mean, depends on the age of the children, right? Of But for a little one, we'll say, look, like blue ball, blue ball. And then you, you touch it, feel it, play with it. Mm -hmm. And then you keep going of course, uh, it gets more and more difficult as the children gets older. Is it something like this that we can do as a parent? Yeah. So when they're really little, like Genevieve said, you know, we will repeat the word a couple of times. I usually aim between like three and five times. Oh, where did the blue ball go? Oh, there it is. Let's go get the blue ball. Hmm. Where, where's the other ball? So now they'll hear the, they'll hear the word ball quite a few times. Um, and that helps them learn what that item is and how to use that word. It's like, Oh, it rolled away. And then we're talking about the actions and what it can do. Um, as kids get older, then, you know, we might make it a little riddle, you know, we'd say, Oh, something that we're we can bounce. I'm looking for something. I don't know what it is and where, where it went. Um, maybe it rolled under the table and now they have to kind of think about it and okay, rolled under the table. Mm -hmm. So you're adding yeah. object. Okay. Adding, adding more words to it. Um, and, um, you know, as kids get older then we may have other activities, like I said, like board mm -hmm. games and yeah. things that we use. And when, As a parent, mm -hmm. we should contact a speech and language pathologist. I remember at one point after a mark about two years old, you should have between uh, how many words? Um, at two years old, um, we should definitely have between 50 to 100 words. So 50 is a little bit like the magic number where words, uh, you can start to combine words together with before you get to 50, you kind of don't have quite enough words. So at two years old, we're a lot of times um, looking for kids to start combining those two words together, like mommy ball, go get ball, um, those okay. types of things where they're starting to put two, maybe three words together. Um, and they need uh, at least 50 words to be able to do that. Okay. And is, let's say my child, instead of saying banana, he says, ba, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and, but he always says, ba, 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 each time he wants a banana. Mm -hmm. So is that actually counts for uh, a word? Yes. Yes, okay. it does. Yeah. So if they're saying it, especially consistently using the same um, types of syllables to uh, refer to something, then we can accept it as the word. And you can just repeat it back to them. It's like, oh, oh, you want the ball? Okay. Or maybe it's bottle, right? If they're saying ba ba ba, then it's like, oh, the bottle. Let's let's go get um, the bottle together. You're thirsty. Um, then they'll hear the word again, and you know, eventually they'll get it. Or you know, if they're not, then you come find someone like me. Yes. Okay. So this is the milestone of two years old. Is mm -hmm. there another milestone later on as a parent, we should look, mm -hmm. look to like, yeah. So two years old, they're starting to put two words together. So this is the earliest of our sentences. And then by three years old, they start to put together three or four words together. Um, and then just kind of keeps growing from there. But um, those are our kind of early sentences. Perfect. Okay. So if any of our listeners have a question, they're not sure they can just contact you. Becca, we can find you on our 
a website of parenttalk.ca. Where else can our listeners uh, find you? Uh, well, you can find me on our website. So that's Citadel, uh, uh, SLP.ca. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. So you can look up Citadel SLP or Citadel Speech. Awesome. Well, that concludes our first episode together. <laughs> and uh, Becca, I want to thank you again for jumping into this podcasting journey with me this year. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to learn a lot of things together and a lot of laughter. We're going to laugh a lot. Let's put it like that. <laughs> so welcome to Parent Talk, Becca. And uh, for our listeners, if you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Parent Talk TV. Of course, you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we're inviting you to share it on your social media. As we all know, parenting can be hard, so it's important to laugh. Keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. So welcome again, Becca. And you're welcome. And thank you for joining us today. And have a great week. Bye. Bye. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate, but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.